Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Kiki. <laughs> so if you're wondering what Kiki means, Kiki is another word for gist and it was originated in the drag scene or the ballroom scene, I guess. But that's not the case here. So welcome to Let's Kiki regardless. And this is a space where we talk about things unfiltered in the unfiltered way, I guess very dark and i am going to be unapologetic about a lot of things including the way i talk because i really don't know i might have like some comma comma here and there and i think that's the spice of life everything doesn't have to be perfect and trust me i don't have a script for any of the things that i'm going to do here or any of the shit that's going to happen here but let's just fuck shit up okay let's party (laughs) why did i do that weird i know right hi everyone welcome to another episode of let's kiki and with me i have my best friend again <laughs> so i think we should start getting used to saying welcome to our podcast let's say let's say it at the same time one two three hi everyone welcome to our podcast you're such <laughs> you're such you're such a person let me just put it that way what do we what, what what is the the real word you want to say? Just use it. You can be free. You know. If I got. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I was like, oh, oh no, I, I I felt that would be like a bit rude or kind of vulgar. Mm. Well, I didn't expect that too. I know you were not expecting <laughs> it, so it came as a shock. Yeah, it did. Okay, so we had a question yesterday, um, like from our last podcast. Yeah from someone a fan or let's say our audience may like to call them fans but thank you for listening and we had a question so Odion would tell us the question Odion what was the question okay so it's is relating to the last the last podcast we had where we talked about um, queer friendships one of the things I raised was that um, if a friendship is worth fighting for you will know so this fan is asking and saying that uh how do you know how would you know that a friendship is worth fighting for so kenny what do you think well for me personally i think you will know okay i, I just feel like there's this instinct that will always bug you i'm talking from my own personal um side like okay. for me i would always know if a friendship is worth fighting for there will be signs you get there will be yeah, like different yeah. signs mm-hmm. and i remember sharing in the last podcast that i had issues with a friend and i saw that the friendship was worth fighting for that was why i went back and tried to like make up with this person but when i noticed that i mean the other party was not even coming forth these were signs of your signs you get yeah, and yeah. i just i just had to like let's go and just move on with my own life so i think you know mm-hmm. there will be signs definitely and one thing i always tell people is to always trust your instincts mm-hmm. like always trust your gods okay i think it's i think it's like mathematics I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it like um mathematics you know maybe trying to solve an equation or something there are a lot of things that come to play when we are talking about um you know if you should know or how you will know if a friendship is worth fighting for and one of the things that i think is okay how what is the 
what position was the person holding your life at that time mm-hmm. yes how Very long dark. yes what what experiences have you guys shared together how close are you so what is the issue now that is causing the rift or what is causing your what guys? is causing the matter so calculating <laughs> Oh, people may tell you, okay, I don't think you should be friends with this person anymore because exactly. of this issue. But at the end of the day, you will know. You will do the calculation in your head. And I you will not. Signs. Yeah, Definitely. I will not. I will not be able to calculate it the way you will. Okay, you know what? You know the value of that friendship. So only you and you alone will be able to tell if okay, this issue we had now. You know, I want to look past it and I want us to save this friendship. So you are the only one that will be able to do that math. So that is why I say. If a friendship is worth fighting for, or if any friendship you have is worth fighting for, you will know it. So All right. I hope, I hope we have answered your yes, question. Yes, I hope we've answered your question. And we, I also got, like, a feedback from someone. Mm-hmm. She said she loved, uh, like, very low-tone voices. Oh, and I was yeah. like, ah, oh, work! <laughs> so oh. thank you. I don't know if I should say her name, but she knows herself. And I know that she will listen again. So <laughs> thank you very much. So I really don't know if I should mention people's name because I'm trying uh, to well, get exactly. So, so I, I really don't want to should. put anybody in that spotlight. Yeah. I mean, except you know, if they tell you beforehand, okay, I would like you to mention my name. So some people might not appreciate it. All right, so we'll be going on a quick break and we'll be back. So stay tuned. <laughs> welcome back guys welcome back so Odion, i really want to ask you this question okay. do you feel like there are people that they don't have friends at all oh <laughs> okay that is i i don't i think depending on your personality i think it depends on your personality so based on some people's personality there might actually be people that exist without friends maybe they have bad but then sharp. again i think it now boils down to what you know their definition of friendship is mm-hmm. yeah i think i think it boils down to that what, then depending on their definition we can now say okay do you have friends i don't think you have friends but say somebody just alone you know not having any friends ah, there might be people like that but it's not healthy at all i beg i think i know someone like that that does not have any friend i, I really don't know about now but i knew that in 2005, when one of my aunts, like, she was getting married, mm-hmm. I know women are particularly known for having, like, a pool of friends to always pull out. Mm, some women, not all. <laughs> but at least they will have, like, one very best Judy okay. close friend mm, okay. that will be, yeah. like, their bridesmaid or chief bridesmaid. That yeah. that bond would just be there. They might not have, like, tons of friends, but they will definitely have, like, one or two. Yeah, yes. And she had no no friends to be oh. on a bridal train, oh. so her sister oh. had to be her chief's bridesmaid. And when I I remember asking my dad then, and I was like, ah, why is there no bridal train? And my dad was like, she doesn't have a friend, any friend, that kind of thing. I was like, oh, oh. okay. But I really don't know about now. Okay, okay. So maybe that means we may be correct then. The- but it's weird. There might actually be people that do not have friends. If you are listening to this and you don't have friends, you can reach out to me. I can be your friend, <laughs> but at a price. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. <clears throat> okay. But I think friends are really important. Yeah. Because from my own point of view, all the before I even get to this point, 
I remember last year, um, I was like in a very, very dark space. Mm-hmm. And my family were not like, let's just say we're not in good terms at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And I can remember vividly that my queer friends came for me. They came for me, like, mm-hmm. they were there. Mm-hmm. Not all. But most of them were there, and that was when I even found about Twitter and Twitter and things like that. And there was this new family, new bond. I met new people. I felt like home, like I was at home rather. But it might not be like one hundred percent how your real family would feel. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I don't okay, think okay. I do. Okay, what? I don't know. Everybody at some point they, we all want this validation from our family okay i get that we have chosen families and i sometimes choosing family can replace your real family sometimes but at that moment i wanted it to bond with my real family i i don't know i think using that word real is okay like my biological family <laughs> yeah, yeah i think that's much better okay. before people yes. start driving me <laughs> <laughs> but like with my biological family okay. i wanted that bond but we're, not, we're having like a very very rough time so mm. my queer friends came for me mm. and I was really glad that I had mm. these people in my life because mm. they could understand my sorrow if I put it that way mm. and they could I could easily like call them rant cry they'll come and check up on me but it was really tough and yeah, it was really hard. I, I, Even I with the fact that they were still checking up on me, honestly. Being there, like, I was one, it was like I was the one at the battle front and people were calling me from home. I'm like, how is the war front going? <laughs> that kind of thing. It was fucking times. terrible and very, very hard and depressing because I remember there were nights that I wish I would just go to bed and never wake up anymore. It was that terrible because I was like, oh God, I can't. But I'm really glad for the friends that I had, or that I have, rather. Mm-hmm. And looking at my jobs, I remember my internship, my very first internship, I actually got it through a queer friend. Okay. And my current job, I got it through a queer friend. The only job that I needed that I didn't get through a queer friend was during my youth service. I mean, it's youth service. <laughs> but actual jobs after youth service has been through the apps of like my queer friends and i'm really grateful for friendship in that scene you do, do you have like moments that friends like have of come through for course, you of course i cannot even count i can't i cannot even count but one that comes like vividly to mind and is recent is um when i was working my previous place of empo- employment it was not really, really the best place to be in. It's a shit show. <laughs> it could have been better, but it wasn't the best place. So I had to deal with a lot of issues. It was quite toxic. Okay, you know, coming back from work and you're like, oh, I have to go back to work tomorrow. You know, having a boss that was not so patient. And understanding. Yeah, it was too much for me. So most times when I when I when I am like sad about it or you know I just pick up my phone. Oh, hello, Kendi. I don't know. I don't know. I'm 
I don't know, this is what this guy is telling me, and I am not feeling this, I'm not feeling this job, what do I do? You know, he's always there to, oh, Dion, you know, don't worry, everything will be fine. Okay, do not make, do not think that because you cannot do this task, or because you have not done this task, you are not good enough. Because at some point it was, you know, I was feeling that way, I was feeling like I was not good enough. But these queer people were there to encourage me, to see me through that whole process and I am here now so yeah I can say that to a large extent it's because of the people that surrounded me during that period yeah true yeah and even for me at work I have like issues at work too once in a while like sometimes I just really like this afternoon I was really frustrated by a lot of things and I keep telling Odion is the one person I know that I constantly go to and like two of my friends and I keep telling them that and anytime I complain to audio and audio will be like uh, can you talk to someone else but I'm like I can't not because I, there is no means but I feel like even if I still bring this up nothing will change and I know that somebody listening will be like at least give it a shot honestly there are some, some things that you don't even bother to give like a shot because okay. it's like a pattern that has been there before you came and I mean who the fuck am I come and break it and change some of these things do you get what I mean because these people are like my superior and in quotes sometimes when they even talk you don't want to come off as rude or anything so I just in my head I just know how to deal with those situations in my head I, I just look over it and I just move on with my life I'm like Everybody will be fine. Yeah, yeah, we will. That's we'll just be it. Fine. That's just where I just <laughs> process things. Yeah. And can we talk about how hard getting a job is in this country? Like, oh. it's like, I don't know, the struggle. The struggle is very real. It is, oh. It is. Getting a job is is a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. I, I have this cousin, this cousin of mine that has not been out of job he has been out of job for i think four years now wow yes yeah he has been out of job yes it's been four years and there are still a lot of people out there that have similar stories maybe not more maybe not up to four years some even more than four years and i think it's a major 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 issue that is affecting our youth today i think it's a general issue i want to say Thing. No, I think no, it's a major no, problem, but when we get back after this very short break, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a very juicy story. How <laughs> I don't know if the person is queer, sharp, but I think the person is queer. Okay. Didn't land a role because. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just stick around. Yes. All right, guys, welcome back. So as I I was getting along with something, so there was someone that did not land a job because the hiring manager, in quote, um, said that the person was acting like a woman, very that, and it's very annoying and sad at the same time because I mean this person was like the perfect candidate for this role, had the skills that they required, could take them to like the next level in my own words and the person didn't get the job job because the hiring manager felt oh i don't want somebody that's 
a feminist or acting mm. like a woman on my team. No, I feel like gay. I mean, gay. I mean, how did he put it? That's very rude, insensitive, <laughs> and inhumane. Because at the end of the day, maybe your papa get the company. That's the gag. Like, it's not your, your family's property. Yeah. Number two, everybody is there to survive. And you need the best man to get the work done. Mm. If the best man is acting a feminist, that doesn't stop the work being done it shouldn't even anything. be an issue I exactly don't like it should be something that should even come up at all as long as you are sure you have gone through this person's resume and you you can see that oh this person is qualified for the job that should not it shouldn't even it's not, it's not even something you should think about it's just like saying oh i'm not employing you because you are dark skinned or, or you are short or exactly or because you, you were wearing a white shirt or you were supposed to wear i don't get it it's it's, it's not supposed to be an issue it's not even supposed to pop up at all what you need is you need the skill okay and that should be what is of priority to you and i think i'm i'm glad that he didn't get the job because if he had worked in that place it would have been terrible yeah. honestly it would have been terrible to work in that place he would have had issues with that person and the funny thing is he was supposed to be directly accountable to the the, the team lead that opposed his recruitment or his appointment his appointment father sorry thank you mm-hmm. hr that's why you need to have you to have somebody in hr <laughs> yes so it's it's really it's sad and you'll be surprised as to the number of people that have you know, lost yes like, exactly exactly which is silly exactly really silly i i think it it's really silly and later you begin to employ people that are not capable and you begin to wonder why your business is not doing well it's because you're a shit person <laughs> and you you don't look beyond um the person's physical appearance or outward appearance I, I remember when i went to the office in december and one of my colleagues i was climbing the staircase and i really don't know in my own opinion I think I was straight acting to the best I could be that day. And I was not even trying to be. Let me just use that word. <laughs> I was not trying to be at all. But in my head, that day, I was like, I was not in my very best drag moment. I don't think you understand. I was not like, it wasn't like I woke up and like, ah, I'm going to the office and I have to condition myself on how I talk, how I move. Do you get I was, it wasn't mm. that way but that day I felt like I was like okay maybe I shouldn't have used the Australian yeah you should shampoo. not have <laughs> but I really do not know but please you don't drag have. me you I'm, should not have I don't know I'm just trying to like get my words across okay. maybe that's a bad choice please. of word he but, apologize yeah right. but that day I was not in my, I was not my best self okay let me put it that way I was not like my best self or the best version of myself mm-hmm. and this babe saw me and she was not like uh-uh you why are you walking like a woman how did you do how, how did you react how did you react? i gave her a dead eye <laughs> i a fucking dead eye and i walked away mm. i just didn't say anything because i'm this kind of person that i mean work is work personal business is personal business i didn't save any of my um, colleagues phone contacts because I don't want I don't want anything to do with people outside of work do you get yeah I, I just want that professional work relationship yeah, when we are done with work my personal life is none of your business 
and your personal life is absolutely none of my business so i won't even try to like delve into it and if i feel like oh this person in my own terms are acting like a kind of way i don't think it's in my place to even talk about it or to start saying things like that do you get what i mean and that was very rude of her and she has already yeah. entered my blacklist <laughs> a lot a lot of um employers and you know work colleagues they make life difficult yes. for, for for queer people it's just sad it it shouldn't be and i just hope that one day people that make life difficult for queer people at their workplace i really pray that one day they get it hot from whatever end i, I don't i don't even care as long as you make life difficult for queer people because they are queer <laughs> You will get it one day. Just, just mark, mark, mark this. What, what, what? They should mark, mark this. My the podcast, Abi. Yeah. <laughs> mark <laughs> should bookmark. But that day, I, I, something came to my head. I was like, so if I was coming to the office every other day, like consistently, if we're not working remotely, will I be bullied like this? Do you get? Yeah, I do. Will I be getting mm. these kinds of like talk backs and stuff like that? Mm. But that's on them, sure. They will be fine it at is. the end of the day. Mm. So if you're a queer person and you're in power or in a position to, you know, get people into the workforce, you know, help out people, please help your community first. I mean, let's be honest. We really don't. I don't. I think queer people are not like. I don't even know the word to use, sure. But just like help out queer people yeah. if you are like in the part like help out queer people help them out help your friends out put your friends like have their best interest at heart mm-hmm. and be there for them be there for your friends because I mean we are all we've got I think that's the word to use yeah exactly so exactly I don't want to get emotional right now. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Alright guys, so we've come to the end of this very good episode and we hope that you enjoyed it. So we'll see you next week. And please, 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 when you listen to this podcast, share with your friends. Invite your friends to listen to, copy the link, paste it up and down. Just drag people's ass to listen to this podcast, okay? Mm. So, Odion, what do you have to say before we call okay, it a day? So, um, this has been great. That has been a wonderful experience. And I am glad that I was part of this or I am a part of this to, you know, talk about some of the issues that affect queer people and you know just discuss queer people just discuss and all that and I hope to be a part of more coming and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah and yeah. also if you want me and I swear I suck at English I wonder how I will pass <laughs> if you want Odion and I to be co hosts or if you want to see Odion or hear Odion's voice regularly let us know in my twitter <laughs> just let us know you can reach out to me at on twitter at audrey underscore blue Audrey, do you want to give us your twitter handle uh, <laughs> well i am chameleon with a q do you know what Audrey's <laughs> twitter handle is fk opt what so, is that what is like that? it's fucked up <laughs> like it's very difficult anyone you say chameleon now with a q now 
You don't know what it is. Have you forgotten that there's H there? It's complicated. Oh, that's true. You see? <laughs> so, if, if you want to reach out to Audion, mm-hmm. I don't know, just check my tweets or something. <laughs> <laughs> just Sorry, check it you out. See me, you I'm see me, I'm everywhere. Yes, exactly. You see me. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you so much for sticking around up to this very moment. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Is that all you have to say? Bye-bye. Yeah. Can I say bye like it's sassy as we like? Yes, God. Bye. Bye.